0: Welcome back to another episode of the Double Minor Podcast. Ryan Drury, Brock Byer, and holy fuck, we took a big hiatus there, Byzy, and you're back from out west. First of all, before we dig into the episode, tell everybody what you're doing back in Ontario.
1: Um, yeah. It first off, it has been a while since we've done a podcast. Like it has to be like we're on, we're still on a Christmas bender here, but yeah, we're back. Uh, yeah, I came back. Uh, things weren't going good out west, uh, and you know, I just wanted to an opportunity to win back home. So, uh, yeah, I came back to the Nats, and it's been pretty good so far. So hopefully going pretty far with these guys in the playoffs and, you know, hopefully uh, making something special in the playoffs. But uh, first podcast back, we got uh, Jared Nash, NCAA beast, and we got the biggest degenerate in uh, Huron County, uh, Adam Gibb, on the fucking pod. What's up, boys? Oh, Thanks for having us, guys.
2: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us.
1: Of course. Uh, so we're going to dive right in here. Um, I both know you guys pretty well. Uh, Nasher, uh, big Conor McGregor fan. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on uh, his fight versus Cowboy? And Did you see how much money Dan Bazarian <laughs> bet on Cowboy?
3: I, what, what was the number again? It was in the millions. Oh, it,
1: it, it was literally retarded. I saw his Instagram story. The guy had a, like a, a, a kitchen table. Full of money. And he told everyone he's going to bet on Cowboy. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the fight? What, what are your I original mean. thoughts on the fight? What, what Was it 45 seconds? Is that how long? 45 seconds. Yeah, I 45,
3: 45. Flawless. Um, I just, I can't get my mind around those shoulders. Like, the, I don't know, the thought process of, like, being in the clinch like that. And then just starting to shoulder the guy in the chin. Like, are you kidding me?
1: I know. And what? And what I saw a lot... He's matured so much. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, like, like the way he talks to people, the way like his attention, like he's not an idiot. And I, and I don't know if you guys saw the video about uh, how Cowboy's grandma, was it his grandma that like, came up and talked to McGregor? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: right. Yeah, right after phenomenal. the fight. Phenomenal.
1: phenomenal. Yeah,
3: but, it was good
1: uh, stuff. I worked, out, I, I worked out with Nasher for the past whatever years until he stayed out in Alaska this summer. But I remember working out in, you know, at, uh, in Stratton. I'll be ripping some fucking bench press. I see Nasher in the mirror fucking fighting himself. <laughs> trying to be like Conor McGregor. Oh, man. Like, Nash, what are you doing, man? You're kind of distracting me here. I'm going for my PR here, and he's fucking fighting himself in the mirror. Oh, I'm obsessed.
3: I'm literally obsessed, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm real excited for... Uh, what like, do you think he's going to fight next? Ah, uh, I mean, I'd love to see that Mosvitt all fight, but i don't, i could i could see a, a, a diaz trilogy i really could
1: uh and uh have you guys kept up with this ab logan paul thing
0: oh, uh, i I, I stay away from that
1: i know it's just
0: all so- a fucking degenerate like that he guy, is a degenerate man he's a complete fucking scumbag like <laughs> no you know, dude yes yeah, man that guy has a real fucking problem like I used to, like, laugh when he first came out on YouTube. and was just like, ah, oh, this guy's kind of goofy. And now he's, like, trying to be a professional fighter and shit. I mean, to his credit, he's pretty jacked. But at the same he's time, I'm like, oh, f- like, fuck off, man. If he got in the cage with anybody oh, yeah, semi-serious, he would get fucking cleaned. Oh, yeah, I know.
1: But uh, anyways, he came out with this AB diss track. I saw and- it.
0: It's so ridiculous.
1: He said he's trying to save his career. But AD (laughs) came out and said he'd make 90 mil off the fight.
0: Oh (sighs) my God.
1: Incredible. All right, we're going to change directions. Uh, We're going to start off with a story. So um, this weekend, I played hockey, so I had to stay back. Well, my good friend Adam Gibb and Nolan Grosby decided to take a hike to see Nasher at Bowling Green. Correct, boys?
3: Yeah, great yeah. surprise.
1: Yeah. Um, you didn't know about it, eh, Asher? I knew I actually yeah. did I knew, you, I knew see Colton. the Instagram stories? No, I
3: they they, they were pretty uh, sneaky with they it blocked the, him? the
2: they yeah, yeah. They blocked him. Yeah. We yeah. were talking him all day, man. He had no what? idea. We literally no. went we got the Bowling Green early, man, and we we literally pulled into his hotel parking lot and Colt was on the phone with them like messing around with them and stuff. It was like That's... the teddy bear toss or whatever. So Colt goes, "Yeah, I got two extra big teddies to bring in tonight or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> well, and
1: I remember goes, uh, uh... skating
2: around warm ups and like doing this thing or whatever. And holy crap, it took like five minutes for him to finally look up and see us. But we're trying to get his attention, looking like idiots. And finally, <laughs> he up sees us all sitting there. He just gives the glass a couple whacks with his stick, and he's telling all of his buddies. It was pretty cool.
1: Well, I. Uh... You guys said he was game is at five, so I texted Nasher on Saturday. I say, "Hey man, like, are you down to do this podcast?" And he texted me at like four thirty. Me thinking the game's at five because you guys told me <laughs> it was at five. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" This guy just got off. Like, he's going on warm ups right now. Like, what the fuck's this guy doing on his phone? Uh, but yeah. So I want to talk about something. So they come home uh, Saturday night. Uh, me and a teammate were up, and Gibby. So, uh, everyone knows, everyone who's listening, everyone knows Gabby. He's a, he's a time. And uh, so, uh, the guy that they went to see is Founce. Well, Founce plays uh, baseball in Mish. And um, he was talking up to all his baseball buddies how Gabby can outdrink them, And, you know, how, you know, uh, here in County boy which and stuff is like generous. that. Which is generous. It's very nice of him. Well, Gibby got absolutely shit-faced on the way to see Fouts, <laughs> and decided to pass out at 10 p.m. that night.
2: Sleeping by 10. That man, Pink honey, man, it'll get you. Like,
1: what happened, man?
2: Disappointing. Oh, dude, dude I don't know. So I just much I had a lot, a long day at school, and then yeah, I was pretty buckled by the time we got down there, and uh, yeah, it was a bit of a rough night for the kid, but. I uh, had a bounce back performance the next day. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, uh, you know, uh, both these guys played uh, hockey growing up. Nasher's in Alaska. Nasher, how many mooses do you fucking see? Honestly, nah,
3: it's it's honestly like seeing a dog in Ontario. Um, these things. Yeah, they they roam around. They're comfortable. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. At first, I was like, "Holy smokes, that's a moose!" But now it's. It's just another Well, thing. like
1: when I was out in BC, like I, I never saw him I saw goats. I saw a fucking yeah. mountain by the highway, dude.
0: Right. Like I we hear you. we're
1: wheeling on the highway and there's a fucking mountain goat five feet beside the highway. And I'm like, dude, like what what is he doing? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Well, every time I see a Snapchat story, I'm like, okay, hey, you know what? Of yours, I'm like, you know what, it's gonna be a moose. Oh, like 100% going to be a moose.
3: Yeah, I think I got to tone it down
2: on the stories. I think no, no, everyone.
1: Yeah. No, no, everyone. No, like the no. The best one. is
2: he sends, he sends the same video to the group chat. To, we have a group chat with our boys, and he'll literally be going right up to them and talking to them. Like <laughs> he He doesn't show the full videos to everyone, but some of the ones we get in the group chat are absolutely hysterical.
1: That's awesome. All right, Nasher. Talking about some NCAA. You just told me that you're on a two week uh trip. You're going to
3: we're going to Arizona State on yeah. Wednesday. Um okay, yeah, nice. we, yeah, we, we so yeah, we played this past weekend in Bowling Green. Uh then we bust over here to Plymouth. And we're just gonna practice at the facilities here. And then yeah, we leave for Arizona State on Wednesday. So kind of looking forward to that.
0: Nasher, I want to ask you yeah. like I want to ask you, like, playing out at the University of Alaska Anchorage, obviously, you know, being in that area, um, guys like Scott Gomez kind of put Alaska Anchorage on the map, um, you know, in in terms of the NHL. But traveling around to universities like Arizona State, like, they have a fairly new Division I program. Um, What is it like? Like, do you think it's a good setup down there? Like, have you played there already before? Like, what's your kind of impression of it?
3: So, we we haven't been to Arizona State yet, but, um, so from what we've heard, they still don't really have their kind of full rink set up yet. I mean, that's in the works, so they, like, I don't know, they got everything though now, like, they're really starting to kind of catch the wave, like, they're they're 17th in the nation, and I know for future plans, they're going to get this absolute, like, banger of a rink coming up.
1: And how's the travel, man? Like, the, the travel. Yeah. The, if I had to
3: mention kind of one, like, downfall of, like, playing for Alaska, it would be, like, the plane rides. Um, but with that being said, though, like.
1: The bonding time.
3: Yeah. And, like, we do get to kind of uh, collect all our miles. So, everywhere we fly, we get to keep those miles. And by the end of it, you know, you're getting a free, uh, few free flights out of it. So
1: True. True. Yeah. Now Gibby went in the other direction. Gibby's coaching. Gibby, is it yeah. tough like making that transition?
2: Oh man, like I love the boys' death that I coach. Like they're they're uh, they're very good good to like look after and stuff. But like it's so frustrating because you're so used to being able to go out and kind of show them and, and not that they'd want to take notes from the way I played, but like they uh you can't do it for them right you can only tell them what to do and kind of direct them the right way but uh at the end of the day you remember that they are still young kids going through a lot of stuff in life like the kids i got right now they're in grade nine it was their first year in high school so it's a big transition for them and like the way that kids hit puberty obviously at different rates like seeing how they develop off the ice is what really is the cool part for me like they are literally turning into young men right in front of your eyes. And I personally see it because I'm with them three, four, five times a week for the past two years, I've been basically with the same group. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. And the, the families, the group of families that I'm with are awesome. We, our teams like middle of the pack, we're, we're a pretty good team. Uh, but the parents are realistic with the kids and they don't, they aren't, there aren't like crazy hockey parents, right? So it's nice coming to the rink every day. Everyone's in a good mood, and uh, yeah, you don't really hear too many complaints. But uh, yeah, it's it's been good though.
0: Yeah. Thank so you. I. Uh, there you go.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, my cousin, uh, Gibby knows him. My cousin got called Cold. up for the uh, yeah call. Got called up to the uh, to the major bantams. So I went to uh, watch a game, and Gibby was. Gibby was, uh, it was actually Gibby's birthday the night before and Gibby made it to Milvey and huge win. But, um, so I walk into warmups and Gibby just mentioned they're in grade nine. Okay. Grade nine. I walk into the rink, the Milvey rink. The rink is bumping warmup tunes. Like (laughs) you can hear this fucking music outside the (laughs) rink. And we're not talking like Flo Rada Kesha. No, we're talking like Travis Scott. We're talking Drake, like. The, the hardest beats you can ever think of and these kids are in grade nine and i'm sitting with my grandparents and they're playing like hot you're playing life's good like the new songs and it's, it's like dude you're, you're at a major bantam game and i feel like i'm literally at a trap house
2: dude they have the worst music ever man
1: <laughs> well oh man but uh so i want to tell a story so uh, Nasher, you were with. I have a couple questions still, but this is a story. Nasher, you played in the gold for Strati for two years, right? Yep, correct. Okay, 16, 17? Yep, yep, that's correct. And, and then you went to the pen. Um, so I, uh, so Nasher, both these guys are a year older than me. So Nasher's playing on the Cullies. I don't know. I think you were 16. Anyways, uh, a goalie got hurt or sick one night. I got the call from Phil. They're like, Brock, you need, we need a backup. Come back up. So, you know, I'm like fucking, oh, fucking right. It's like the colleagues, like Junior B, this is sick. So I roll in. I'm shitting my pants. Shit <laughs> my pants. So I look into the room. Nasher's in the far back corner just taping his stick like so a little rookie.
0: Yeah,
1: just sitting there like a schmelt. And uh, <laughs> they won. They won. But um, so me being young, me being in grade whatever it was, they won. Well, Phil Westman, great guy, like one of the best guys I know, comes in. Phenomenal, phenomenal coach, too. Well, mm-hmm. I'm in grade 10, and Phil walks in and says, Yeah, great win, boys. And I'm sitting to myself, he goes, Great win, boys. Um, you know, keep your heads till uh, 11 and wear uh, condoms after 11 p.m. And everyone went, went nuts. But I'm sitting in my fucking stall at grade, I'm in grade 10, you know, I'm 16. I'm like, holy fuck, this is, this is nails. Like, this is cool. Like, I want to be here. Like, this coach is telling these guys to be, wear condoms and, you know, party it up. I'm like, fucking right, Philly. But, uh, you know, it it was cool to see. But, uh, so you went to Penn, and I have a question, okay? Yep. Who's the, I can't remember, uh, who, uh, who was the coach for Penn? Fred his, Fred, how is he as a guy?
3: Fred is—he takes his job very seriously, and he does a very, very good job.
1: Very serious, very yeah.
3: seriously. For being,
1: like, yeah, like, for being like, like a
3: junior coach at that level, um, he is very well known around the town of Penticton, um, and rightfully so. He's won for oh, a decade now. He's been winning with that program
1: yeah because literally winning because I just saw the other day how they won 10, 10 divisions in a row 10 years yeah. in a row now correct it's yeah unbelievable unbelievable well I have a story so my first <clears throat> my first game against Penn um you know Penn's a big dog but they had this water boy okay this ginger you know who I'm talking about oh yeah Conrad <laughs> Conrad okay now nothing against Conrad but um I noticed before the game when I was working warming up. That he was the water boy. Is he the water boy? Like, he's a, he's a you know, he's a yeah, stick, stick guy. Yeah, stick boy,
3: water yeah, yeah, Correct, yeah.
1: Well, before the game, so I see him, you know, doing his stuff, filling up waters. Well, I come on to the skate for the warm-ups, and this guy's in a full-on fucking tuxedo watching our warm-up.
3: <laughs> I believe it, yeah.
1: And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, Okay, I just saw him 20 minutes ago filling up water bottles. Now he's literally eyeing us up across the rink in a full-on tuxedo looking like Mike Babcock with one (laughs) leg up, one leg down. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? So for the past two years, every time I played Penticton, I feel like drilling a puck at this guy because he literally eyes me up. And it's like, what the fuck are you looking at, me? (laughs) <laughs> but I, I know he's a good kid I know like he obviously loves it, love the V's but I went up to uh, oh I went up to Miller last year I said Mills like man like who is this guy to you guys he's like dude he's a water boy but you know he, he loves the boys I said okay I gotta respect it
3: absolutely loves it yeah
1: James Miller hardest slap shot I've ever faced in my life that guy can rip the pill dude wow. he dunked the puck in from the red line slapper Hit my glove! Swear to God, my my hand, my whole arm went numb.
3: <laughs> I believe he's it. at Northern Michigan, right? The th- Yeah, the thing with Millsy is he's I shouldn't sue him like this, but he's kind of run into some academic issues, so he's got. I know a
1: couple like that. Yeah, yeah
3: he's got to wait until next year, I think, until he can fully suit up. But yeah, heck of a defenseman.
1: Yeah, I had a, I had you know Doobie, Chase Dubois. Yep, from West K. Yep. Yeah, he went to. uh Oh, shit, where did he go? He went to, oh, I should know this, Fairbanks. No. Mm. No, doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, he has to do the exact same thing. So, I'm going to get into Gibby. Gibby, you had some stories about Nasher. I want to hear him.
2: Come on. Oh, I don't dude. know about this. This is, uh, <laughs> I have a ton of stories of Nasher off the but yeah, in terms baby. of hockey, uh, this is. Back when we played Lakers, man. This is we probably were major band, I'd say. So grade 10. I don't know. Anyways, we are down at P in Peterborough, I think, for a hotel or a, a sorry, a hockey tournament. And Nasher and I are staying in our dad's got the room together. We're sharing the room for the weekend, and they're down playing poker in the lobby or whatever. We got a game the next day, and Nasher and I just start Phone around and see if any broads are up. So so we're we're using like the hotel phone, like calling all these girls and stuff, not thinking nothing of it. Anyways, long story short, next day we go to check out of the hotel, like we got games or whatever, and there's like an $85 phone bill on charge to our room, and our dad's just like, What the fuck is going on?
0: (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh. yeah, it, it just like little stuff like that we were always getting into trouble and like just the all the time we would be carpooling with six guys from Stratford, so we'd just be getting up to no good every trip to oh yeah
1: in. oh man the, well the, at least the you guys were
0: ordering a bunch of fucking in-house pornos i mean fuck <laughs> yeah so much worse right like yeah no, was, but like uh, the,
1: the road trips the road trips were the best part about Triple A hockey. Dude, honestly,
2: we were in Palmerston for probably two years straight every Tuesday night, and it's like a 55-minute tour from Stratford, roughly. And we had a different – like, you had a a schedule. So you're driving with one of the five other Stratford kids, and your parents only had to drive once every three practices. So, like, it was awesome, man. You were just – like I said, you are with someone new every time with all the boys and just – Basically, bond and those hours would go by so quick.
1: Yeah, we had we had Goddard's practices, and we would hit up Harvey's every single practice after. We would hit up Harvey's after every single practice. It's kind of bad to say because Harvey's is pretty shit, like for you. But yeah, we would we would hammer that. But I don't uh, think
0: Harvey's is that fucking bad, Boise? Like, I mean, in comparison to like, what's your yeah, like? What would be your go-to fucking? order there like
1: oh fuck crispy wrap uh lettuce pretty <laughs> straightforward guy i do a crispy so like,
0: wrap. The, so like the healthiest fucking thing on the menu hey eh? you're not oh, you know, complete degenerate. It, it, like i roll through there and i'm like give me fucking eight double cheeseburgers
1: yeah <laughs> seriously though like when you gotta go to harvey's like it's for me it's always you know wrap you know i'm pretty straightforward guy i get you know lettuce and you know that's pretty much it just lettuce and ketchup but other than that you know um I do have some questions. What yeah, the pretty, fuck? Yeah, but I get fring, so it evens out. Um, I uh, I have a question for you, Nasher. Yep. Shoot. So, uh, oh wait, let's hold on. Rewind. You met Biebs. How was well, that? I met. Man, go ahead. I I don't know. I told Gibby this, and for the people listening, if you haven't watched Justin Bieber's documentary on YouTube fucking do it that guy has so much swag like it is unbelievable
0: dude i love when he's like driving that dumpster fire old car
1: yeah he said he was going to use that for a music video but literally he writes songs he rips them out with his smoke show wife just jams like literally in the studio his studio like ping pong table arcades like, dr- like it's literally the life man he has so much swag vibes man Literally okay, Nash sure I wanna hear it.
3: I mean so I, I have run into him twice and really? both times. Yeah. The sec- the second time the wife was with him, Haley. Um, Shut up. Yeah, I got to I got to meet her too.
1: she's you um, she used but, to her to yeah. shake her hand?
3: Well, I yeah, I got I got to get a picture with them just but I don't know what it was. Like I don't know, like I'm twenty two years old and like just even the second time, like, I, I'm shaking. I It's tough to admit this, but, like, there's, something, know, there's something about his persona. Like, I'm, like, a, a little fanboy, and I'm, like, ah, should I go up? And they're, like, just go, like, go up and say hi. And, I mean, yeah, but just the picture, um, it, it just, yeah, I don't know. I'm shaking. You met, him,
1: you met him with Minnie, too, right?
3: Yeah, at Madeline's Diner, just in Stratford.
1: That's incredible, there. dude. Yeah. Like, that's incredible, yeah. But anyone listening, if you haven't, Watch the documentary. Watch it. It's unreal. But I'm going to get back to my question I had with Nasher. So a, lot, a couple years ago, whatever, we're working out. We have a lot of stories working out. Like we have a – it's weird. Like we work out, but we also like
3: – We have fun with it.
1: Yeah, we do. Well, one night or one morning, like we work out pretty early, one morning. And by the way, people listening and uh, mids can attest to this. Nasher, we work out five times a day or five times a week. Nasher, four Mondays don't exist. Well, <laughs> Get out of here! Mondays don't exist for that Nasher. Get out of town, is, dude! I, I couldn't even tell last time I saw you, you at a Monday workout. Anyways, so you, you came to a workout one day, and you and Mitch were like kind of cut up, like your hands. I'm like, boy, it's like what happened? Are you getting a scrap? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and. The, Mids, swear to God, looked at me dead ass, like just stared at my. No, we were just beating some shit, like we were beating the shit out of some wood in Nasher's garage. And I'm like, what? I'm like, and they're like, yeah, dude, like we literally just punch the shit out of wood, and we like kick the shit out of this piece of shit wood, and we just, we just kick the crap out of it. So like, w- what, what's that, Nasher? Like, you guys go to town on wood, or like what? I mean. Whenever you're with Keaton Middleton, that guy's that guy's a freak of nature,
3: um, just a specimen. But gosh, I, I don't I don't even know if I have an explanation for that. Um,
1: I mean, you know, you you do like UFC. You 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 fight yourself in the mirror sometimes. Would what, okay? Like you you're, you like it.
3: You're making me sound like a crazy man, but no, I.
1: Awesome, dude! I (laughs) want to punch some pumpkins in the garage like Step Brothers right now, man. Like I want to do it, dude.
2: No, dude, you two have screws loose like multiple because like there are so many times we'll be just hanging out and they'll just start fighting, like just beating the shit out of something. Like it's all those two are just always (laughs) like beating up something or each other. Yeah, that's a. I don't. That's a tough man, Keith Middleton. Shout out to yeah, him. It,
1: seriously, though. Yeah, that's probably the, yeah. I uh, I don't want to mess with that guy. But no, uh, fucking
0: like uh, karate kid shit, like uh, fucking punching trees and shit. Fucking didn't they do that in the fucking new karate kid where he's like punching trees or some shit? That's oh, fucking okay. hilarious.
2: The worst part fact, is... Jared like, thinks he is the second coming of Mr. Miyagi, so...
0: Oh, relax. <laughs> dude,
1: I told Nasher one day in the gym. I told I said Nasher, man, like, I like I was just tooting his horn because I know he liked McGregor. I come up, i like, Nash, man. He's like, what, Brock? I was like, dude, you kind of look like McGregor. He's like, no fucking way. Seriously, <laughs> I do? And I was just tooting his horn so hard. Oh, I made my day.
0: The next day he fucking came in like draped in an Ireland flag and shit. (laughs) Fucking but the worst part
1: is the worst part is that I could honestly see you and Mids in a garage like just beating the shit out of wood, but like making sounds to it. And then if you were to punch if you were to punch like a hole through the wood, mids would definitely be like fucking race Nash. Like that was a good punch, man. And you would be like you would be like, thanks man, I know that felt good.
0: Oh, God. Like fucking kendo swords.
1: Oh, dude. Like, oh, it's gosh. literally – I could literally see you. It's like you – it's like Dale and Brendan off Step Brothers.
2: Yeah, it's the easiest scene the Step Brothers, man. <laughs> I could honestly see I it. I love it. I love it.
1: So, um, we, we don't want to take much of your guys' time, but I just want everyone to uh, – I want everyone to know something. So, Gibby, um, last summer when I saw you – last summer what? It doesn't matter. I looked at you, and I had to double look. You know Why? Why? Because you had a tooth missing. Can you explain, everyone, why oh,
2: tooth Oh, my missing? God, man. And okay, this is, is the biggest joke ever.
1: You have dealt with this tooth for, the, like, a year now, you told me.
2: Wow, it's been, like, May. So, we have this league called the SSHL, and it's basically, we got, like, Henzey, Gahula, like, nah, he was on it, but he didn't come home last summer, like, bogged in. All those guys, and basically we just it's a five-team league. It's through like 10 weeks through the summer and it's Sunday nights basically. So everyone's usually banged up from the weekend of partying, and you just go play some hockey, have a couple of beers with the guys, and it's a good time. So, anyways, we're in year two, we were the expansion team, won uh the league in our first year, not a big deal, and not a big deal. <laughs> And so year two, we're playing probably our third game We're at the almond. We're playing the old old guys, well, in terms of our league at least, and they're called the Tribe. So they're just a kind of a play, and I fucking – there's a loose puck, and the guy was kind of trying to get around me, I guess, and his he, like, lifted his stick up and tried to go around me, and on his way up he clipped, my, clipped me right in the mouth, and right away I could feel like – bunch of little pieces in my tooth and i was kind of like in shock it happened really fast so kind of got back to bench realized what would ha- what was happening and fuck i was pretty pissed obviously and uh yeah it's just a tough bounce because it was a complete freak accident and i spent my whole life playing hockey didn't lose any teeth and then i go and play a bit of beer league with some buddies and yeah i lost a tooth and a half of have I had a couple surgeries. I had some a bone transplant, in my gum and stuff. So it's been, a, it's been a long process and uh, an expensive one too. So I'll definitely be wearing uh, the full cage from that from here on out.
0: <laughs> that's fucking outrageous. I was just gonna ask, like, did it end up like a fucking Bobby Clark situation or like the Ovechkin, where he's just kind of missing that small gap? Holy fuck, that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, so I got like half of my uh f- my very front right tooth and then the one beside it is fully gone. I've had two root canals and uh it, wow. Yeah, I actually have a I have an appointment tomorrow. Actually it's kind of the the final the first appointment in the final process, so I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, I,
0: I uh just buy you like a case of beer or something. Holy fuck.
2: Oh man, whenever I see this guy, and the funny thing is. The guy was my, my little sister's grade 8 teacher the year before that did it. He's friends with my cousins and shit. Unreal. Yeah, like text- Every time I see him now, he's buying me a drink or something. Like,
0: he well, always is getting cool. me something. What a gem. Yeah. But no, he's I, good shit.
1: I, I, I texted Gibby. Uh, I said, Gibby, like, how does Tuesday work? And then I remind I remembered that he won't uh he's getting some stuffed onto his, his mouth so he won't yeah. be able to he won't be able to talk. Able to but, talk to uh, you. No, we uh you know that was a good pod and we really appreciate you guys coming on. Nasher, good luck at ASU and rest of the year, buddy. And you know, I don't know that. if you're I don't know if you're coming home this summer, but if you do, you know, uh we'll get together and Gibby, uh you know, I'll probably see you this weekend, buddy. But uh, yep, other than that, good, really buddy. appreciate you guys. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming on.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah I really appreciate thanks lot it. For having before me, before we let you guys go, right before fucking you guys came on, Brock was texting me and was like, "Hey, fucking, do you remember Jared Nash?" And I was like, "I don't think so, off the top of my fucking head." And then I'm looking back at your at your elite prospects page. I a million percent remember watching you play for a long time. Now, obviously, with Stratford when they were still the Colletons, they're obviously the fucking Warriors now. But when you were there in fifteen sixteen, was that the fucking cherry year?
3: Yeah, that my so yeah, that was my seventeen year old um, year. Yeah, yeah, we, you we were won, assistant
0: captain, right? Yeah, that, that was a heck of a year.
3: I had you know playing in the hometown. It was a blast, and we ended up winning the Cherry Cup at the end there. So yeah, I couldn't have asked for much more.
1: Yeah, who did you guys lose to in semis?
3: We ended up losing to team you're on right now. Actually, the the London oh. Nationals beat us in the semis, and then they they ran into Caledonia, and Caledonia took it that year. So what a shock! Okay.
0: Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> anyway. that Anyways. year was so good too. And like Dave Williams, like fuck, he's such a good coach. And you had a yep. great fucking playoff that year. Like you, you were on fire. And I was actually covering that series. Uh, I was on the ice with you guys when you won. I don't know if you remember that, but I was there covering it for Rogers TV.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: the the thing with that that year, I uh, I had an
3: absolute sniper on my wing, uh, Hayden Broomhead. And then, uh, yeah, he could, he could rip the pill. And then I had an absolute man on my other wing, which was Tyson
0: Baker. He's a NHL linesman now. That guy was an absolute beast. He was a complete fucking unit. That line yeah. was unbelievable. And you also played in the Gold Cup, didn't you?
3: The yeah, the OHL Gold Cup. I was on that team. Uh, played with a lot of good players on that team, and that was yeah, that was a great experience as well.
1: Were you the first pick before McDavid? You know, no, <laughs> wasn't that,
2: it? Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, I, yeah. I, I got was car, it was, was it?
1: Pick, yeah, yeah, right, right. I I remember someone telling me that. Yeah
3: actually I was just uh just yesterday we got to go to the uh Detroit Red Wings versus um oh shit Boston Bruins and Tyler Bertuzzi's on the yeah Tyler Bertuzzi's on the Red Wings now. And I, I remember going to camp for Guelph and I got to, to room with him and yeah, seeing him in the show now, it just puts it in perspective.
0: Yeah. That's killer, man. Fucking A. Now not to leave Gibby out. Gibby, I remember watching you play too. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember watching you in Exeter. Jimmy, yeah, and- have
1: some fucking confidence, buddy. <laughs>
0: I'm a meat <laughs> potatoes Listen, guy. Watching, I'm gonna I'm gonna inflate your tires here. And I remember watching you play. And I just wanted to know before we let you guys go, from your perspective, getting into coaching now. I would definitely describe you as a player as a high energy guy. Um, you know what? What was it the kind of drew you to coaching? Because like just in the brief times that I saw you play, I can kind of see how you would transition well into coaching. What was it about it that kind of drew you to that?
2: Um, Well, I think first off, I'm pretty well the definition of a hockey nerd. Like I follow pretty closely and keep up to date with what's going on in the NHL and stuff. And I just obviously love the game. I've met basically my entire support system through that, the game of hockey and, I, I don't know, my, I would say my emotional side of the game kind of affected me as a player a little bit more, where I would get my, I had a temper, obviously, and it would sometimes limit my abilities to play to my full potential, and I just kind of felt that I could relay what I know about the game and stuff into uh, coaching, because like, I obviously like working as a, as a, in a team situation, and Another big thing for me is I, I want to be a firefighter down the road. So getting uh, getting life experience and volunteering time like that definitely looks huge on a resume. And I just, uh, if I wasn't going to be playing hockey anymore, I definitely wanted to do something to keep me busy just because I've that's all I've really ever known. And I'm the type of person that needs to stay busy to be the most productive. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of what I have went to in the past two years. And it's been great. Uh, I definitely, uh, am young to get into it, but even if I take a couple of years off here in the next little bit, I still kind of have that background to go off of where I could hop back into it at some point in my life. But it it is a really rewarding experience and just kind of being able to help out young kids and maybe do things the way I wish I had done when I was that age, because, uh, I, I don't know, major midget year. I had some young coaches, a uh, couple guys that play senior now, Ruben Smith out of Seaforth. He was the head coach. And basically seeing that side of things with a younger coach kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And especially in Exeter too, I had some young coaches. Uh, they relate to the, the the newer generation a lot better just because they've been in the, the kids' shoes like really five, 10 years ago. And when you get someone that's maybe a little more old school, that doesn't translate as well as the
0: kids nowadays. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of why I got into it really. Well, fucking a man. Good for you. And, uh, you know, I commend you for what you're doing, sharing your experiences with, kind of the next generation, and I mean, uh, good luck fucking in your journey to maybe being a firefighter, and hey, like Brock said, we really appreciate you guys coming on the pod, and we'll definitely have you guys back. Nasher, good luck in uh, AZ State. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, appreciate you for having us on. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: Welcome back to Double Miner Podcast. Ryan and Brock here, and uh, a great chat there with our buddies Jared Nash and Adam Gibb um two guys that are kind of on the opposite side of things gibby's coaching now and um obviously Nashers having a, a solid season out in Anchorage Alaska in the NCAA um and, and byzi i mean again just kind of showing the breadth of the game and and all the different people you meet we've had so many great guests on and um two more beauties on the docket here for us
1: yeah you know um you know Nasher i think uh he's one of the most mature you know kind of guys i know and you know he's very passionate about what he does and you know i i think he's a, a phenomenal guy and you know with gibby he's uh he's literally a spark plug and you know he uh he can go at it but you know at the end of the day he always has uh, his friends back so two uh two unreal guys uh, great hockey players and you know uh we wish them nothing but the best in their near future and you know with gibby firefighting and nash out in alaska you know um it's good for them. So uh, they both seem to be uh, happy. It's just good, but you know, really appreciate those guys coming on.
0: A thousand percent, man. Uh, again, I'd I'd love to meet them when they're back in the area, and of course when when your season is done. Um, yeah, there's just uh, there's a lot of good people in the game, man. That's for absolutely sure. Uh, oh, for man. sure. Okay, so we we sort of touched on it at the early stage of the pod, but you are back from out west. Things, yeah. Out west- West Colonial Warriors, they're, they're having a tough year, a bit of a rebuild, and, and you've come back. You got traded back to the, uh, to the GOJHL, where you used to be a star for the Listy Cyclones. You're now playing on a, a powerhouse organization. The London Nationals, everybody in the GOGE knows what they're about. They are constantly in contention for winning. They win their league a lot Uh, They've won the Suddy quite often over the last decade plus. They are a great fucking team. And there's my alarm. How about that? Uh, (laughs) Fucking, they're really good. And, dude, you have been off to a fucking great start since coming back. I mean, first of all, congrats to you, buddy. You know I love to see you succeed. Um, What's it been like for you coming back and and settling into that team?
1: Yeah. (coughs) Oh, sorry. (coughs) Oh, geez, Murphy's. Yeah, so just uh just give everyone a little uh you know a glimpse of everything. Obviously me and Ryan haven't done a podcast in a while. Uh, you know, he's been he's been busy, I've been busy, but uh, you know, I'm settling in nicely in London. Uh but yeah, like you said, um you know, West Kelowna, they're in a rebuild year. You know, we had a really good uh uh high talented team last year and unfortunately, you know, those guys moved on uh, because of you know, over age and, in NCAA. So this, this, this year was a, a huge rebuild for the West Colonial warriors. Um, other than that, you know, I met amazing people at West and, you know, I've said that since day one, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people back home, Brock, why'd you leave? Why'd you leave? You know, what'd you learn from at West? You know, I, I, I didn't learn, you know, I, I learned a lot. Um, but the amount of cool, um, down to earth, um, you know, good hearted people, I met so many of them at West and, you know, at West is um, one of the nicest spots in Canada. Um, I was very, very lucky to, uh, and privileged to play out there and, um, you know, I don't take my time out there for granted, but, you know, I'm home now and um, my main focus right now is is winning and, you know, I want to win with London and, and like you said, we, we have a good team. Um, we have a good mixture of, you know, uh, stay-at-home guys, defensive guys and we got to, a good mixture of guys who can put the puck in the net once or twice a game. So, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, playoff starting. Uh, I think we start in about three weeks or so. So, um, you know, I, I, I can't wait to uh, to see what postseason holds and, you know, uh, see what happens with this, uh, with this new team.
0: Well, you've got a great team there. London, uh, as we record this on February 10th, eight-point lead over Leamington in second.
1: And you know what? I, uh, sorry to cut you off, but I want to say something. We, we, uh, we played Limo, uh, a couple weeks back in Leamington and first time playing in Leamington, amazing barn. And I felt amazing. Like we lost four, three in OT, but I was getting booed. I was getting the buyer chance. I, it was probably over 1200 people there. Like it honestly felt like a, like a playoff atmosphere. And I loved it. And, uh, you know, we got, we got our revenge uh, last week on him with a 3-1 win. Um, but, you know, we just got to keep winning to solidify first. But, you know, it, it's been real fun um, being home, you know, in front of the friends and family. So, uh, yeah.
0: I love that, buddy. And, yeah, you're right. Leamington is a great barn. Uh, it's one of those towns where it's just perfect for Junior B. They're well-supported. Uh, London is as well, obviously. But, yeah, uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks, um you know we'll, we'll try and work around it obviously like by says they're going to be digging into playoffs pretty soon here in junior b junior c's already started um but you've got some great guys on that team that I've been watching for a number of years you know in the battles that they've had with the cyclones that you know I would love to learn more about but I I just want to say before we start talking about you know like some NHL stuff and whatever um I'm on the phone with Bizi the other day and we're talking about like all right, time to get the podcast back going, got to get the pedal down here. Uh and Bizi goes, I'm like, yeah man, you like you're off to a really great start with the Nationals and you said, yeah, you know, I'd really like to get my save percentage up though. It's not kind of where I want it to be. I'd like to improve it. Let me just fucking rattle off the numbers here for everybody so that everyone knows. We we already know. We already fucking know that this guy's running. This guy's a businessman, okay? Fucking running his own goalie training school, and here's fucking why. This is why you sign your kid up with goal line goalie training. (laughs) Six games played for the London Nationals for one Brock Byer five wins one loss one shutout 12 goals against a 197 goals against save percentage that he wants to improve on I'm 932 how are you
1: <laughs> i do man I, I i uh i texted my i texted my goalie i texted uh when i when i landed here i, I texted the london nationals goalie and goalie coach and i said listen i want my goals against average at a buck 50 and i want my saver centers above 940 so uh you know we got five more games to go so hopefully we can uh, we can get that down and up
0: most goaltenders would fucking eat the end of their hockey stick to fucking <laughs> have the numbers you do but that's why you are where you are buddy because you never stop grinding you're never satisfied. And uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm I'm really fucking proud of the numbers you're popping in here.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, I appreciate that. But uh, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't take some. Uh, <laughs> you know, just with the battles of Listy and London uh, over the past couple of years, I did take some heat from a couple of people coming back um, to play for London. But you know, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you can mark my words. I'd. <laughs> I love the playlist in the playoffs so
0: that'd be unreal buddy yeah I love the you're playlist get that far, but fuck uh it's great for you and uh, it's it's fun to see all right it's been a let's while let's dive
1: in what? it has and it's
0: I know you got to uh, undermined been... here fucking let let's get it all out of the way you're well, you're making sir well. a fucking up and down disaster. My capital's oh. been shit lately. I don't even want to talk. You them. honestly
1: can't say anything, dude. You're in a playoff spot. Leafs aren't gonna make the playoffs.
0: Well, really? I, you don't think they're gonna make it?
1: But they like? Oh fuck!
0: If That's Frederick Anderson,
1: take. I know it's a hot take, but like, it's just always. I, I honestly, the Leafs are the, the Leafs equal a question mark. That's it. They're so. They can blow out a team 6-0, then they can lose to a team and blow a 3-1 league like they did against Florida.
0: Yeah, that's what like, I mean. They are so and up down It's
1: just like it's always something new every week. Like it's just, you know, Michael Hutchison was last week, so they went out and got Jay Campbell and Kyle Clifford. I have a story. I don't know if you watched the first game that Kyle Clifford played. The guy's a nail gun first off. Like, yeah. He looks like a nail gun. Well, anyways, first period, we're watching the game here with the boys. First period, Kyle Clifford takes a run at Florida's D-Man. D-Man moves two inches to the left. Kyle Clifford eats shit into the boards, and his left leg went, like, above his head somehow. I probably watched it, like, five times, and I cried laughing. It was so funny.
0: Because oh, he just got
1: out like a pit bull and, and continued to play. But it was it was, it was was funny. That was but,
0: against the Ducks, yeah. And he fucking, I think he tried Ducks, to hit Fowler. And Fowler just ducked yes. them, eh? Yeah, but Honestly. like
1: I said, it's always something new every week, I find, and you know, it, it sucks for Kyle Duvis, because you know, he's trying to, you know, improve the team, and Sheldon Keith, you know, he he wants to improve the team, and everyone wants to win, but it seems like there's something new every week, you know, last week, it was you know, Cliffy and, and Cam Campbell, um, and now this week, it's, you know, it's Monday afternoon, and you know, now they're talking about how Tyson Murray wants $8 million a year.
0: Well, fuck, that's not going to be in Toronto. Um, that well, won't be anywhere. You know, Well, he's a great, yeah. Great
1: defenseman, great defenseman. This is what I was thinking. I was going to get your opinion on this. Amazing defenseman had a stellar, very offensive, offensive, stellar year last year but when he comes to a new team and doesn't produce as well as he did last year, how can a new team take a chance on him if he's not doing well with this new team? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you exactly why he, he might get it. The, he's going to be one of the top defensemen available in free agency. And that it's that old fucking adage. He shoots right. And so I think that, his history of consistently putting up 50 plus points. Some teams will be able to look past a down year quote unquote and still pony up the dollars. I don't know who that's going to be. Obviously people are pointing to Vancouver. Um, I don't know if eight is realistic, but I could certainly,
1: Vancouver really?
0: Yeah. Well, he's from, he's from BC. They're going to have some money to play with. Um, I don't know who's ponying up eight because i mean like fuck john fucking carlson makes eight you can't make 8 million dollars tyson berry but um i could certainly the see him year. getting low 7s Oh 100%. 120%.
1: Yeah. If not high high 6s. Yeah, oh
0: yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. Some I, I could see him, him signing
1: I could see him signing literally like a a 6 year 6.8 6.9
0: yeah, uh, yeah, a million percent. That's kind. Of- I, I
1: don't see. I don't see him signing an eight or a seven. Just I don't. I you know, A talent like him, you know. He, I think he'll be settled very well for eight point eight. Or sorry, eight point eight. Jesus Christ! If he's getting eight point eight, yeah, no. 6.9. That's what I could see him.
0: Yeah, lowest.
1: Always 6.5. I don't think he'll go lower than 6.5, but he should be very happy, very happy with
0: 6.9. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of inclined to agree. I mean, hey, you know, it's like they say you're worth whatever somebody's willing to pay you, but uh eight, eight uh, that that's stretching it a little for me. I don't it's, I don't think he's getting eight.
1: And yeah. I just read something, you know, he obviously he has an offensive touch. He does give up a lot of high quality shots in the defensive zone. Oh, and yeah. Most of his shots in the offensive zone come from the blue line. Right? Yeah. So you gotta look at everything. Yeah. But don't don't pass on leaves. Don't pass on Leafs. leaves. I don't think the Leafs are I, I I don't know. The Leafs always find a way to to re sign these big names, but I, I don't think they can do it with Barry.
0: No, I don't think so either. They're too top heavy on salary. And- I do,
1: I do think, I do think. Um, uh, will, are they going to trade him at the deadline?
0: Ah, uh, I'd be pretty surprised. I'd be pretty surprised. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I it's. I think they rock uh, with him and and see um, what happens.
1: I, I think, think they're going to bring him. in another D man, though.
0: That would be the one thing that they still need. Yeah, yeah. I do think men. they're.
1: Yeah, I do think they're gonna bring in another D-man, um, right-handed shot for term, and they're gonna get rid of uh, Timothy Lindgren.
0: Oh, Grin, Yeah, you think they'll yeah. trade him? I, I do.
1: I do. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So, but question for you, weird question. Um, you know, everyone's been harping about uh, Hopi. You know, having an odd year. He was a fucking all-star this year, man.
0: Yeah, I mean. Like, why
1: are people so hard on him? He was an all-star. He's, he, talking about, you know, top defense. Tyson Berry is the top defenseman on the UFA uh, market this year. Brain Holpe, top UFA goalie.
0: Yeah, he would be the top UFA. Like, here's the thing. Just, he went to the All Star game and that's fine. More as like a replacement for somebody who didn't go. I can't remember who it was, but like, you know, he got in. Um, Flurry, Flurry. Yeah, yeah, it was Flurry. And, and here's the thing, like, dude, fuck, I fucking, I love Holby. Okay, but he's yeah, if you said of that, oh, here.
1: oh, I swear to God, if you say something bad about Holby, I swear to God,
0: dude, I'm the Holby guy. Come on here, like. He, he's had a bit of a disappointing season stat wise. And that's unfortunately for him in combination with the team playing like fucking shit in their defensive zone. I am fired up about the Capitals lately, man. They've gone 10 and eight in their last 18. This team's got so much fucking talent. They, their power play is in the toilet they're the worst run power play in pro hockey, and they've got so much talent. I don't know how a team like Blaine Forsyth, the assistant coach, I like Blaine, he's a good guy, was part of that Stanley Cup staff. I don't know how a guy like him takes a team like this with guys like Ovechkin and Carlson and, and royally fucks the power play up to the point where I just expect a shorthanded goal. We lead the league in shorthanded goals allowed. It's a fucking disaster. And they, can't, and they don't defend. They don't give a flying fuck about defending. And last weekend was a prime example. They fucking shit all over Holpe in a 7 2 loss to Philadelphia. The Washington Capitals should be shit kicking the Philadelphia Flyers up and down the ice. They don't have half the fucking talent that the Capitals do, but they're just, this whole year in their defensive zone has been a grand fuckery. They just, they don't give a shit. And, and they let Holpe, Holpe leads the league in saves. And he sees more high-danger shots than anybody. That being said, when you put it in that context, his stats are pretty goddamn good. Now, his save percentage has now dipped to 893. He's got a 321 goals against. And, yeah, there are some games where I look at it and go, uh, hope he wasn't very good there. But in the majority of them, his team, like, it's it's wide open bang-bang backdoor goals. And be standing there like, what the fuck are you guys doing? No one takes a guy. No one hits. I hate our D court. Like, uh,
1: so, um, I don't know. Just to clarify, just for all the listeners, um, Ryan is a Cavs fan. And oh, yeah. just, here. Here's a couple stats for you, okay, guys? Um, listen to everything Ryan said. He is true. Uh, I'm just going to throw some stats out there. Washington Capitals are first in the Metropolitan. Yep. They are... Second in the Eastern Conference. They are only three points back of first. And they are second in the league in standings.
0: Yeah. Do, do you want to know why? Because, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know why? And I know. I wish I had that, that problem with Toronto. Yeah. I bet you do. And I, and I know that, you know, especially people like Leaf fans are probably rolling their eyes and going, listen to this fucking idiot complaining. Yeah. You know what, though? I've seen this movie before. And it was all those years where they were scoring goals and high-flying, giving up chances, and they never fucking won anything. And I'm seeing the same shit here. They're not playing near as good as they were in their own zone when they won the Cup. Barry Trotz had these guys fucking ready to go. And if they think that they can play like this and win a playoff round... We lost last year in the first round to Carolina, which was a goddamn joke. We got beat by a goalie that had a sub-900 save percentage in Peter Mrazek. That's a fucking disaster. I was so Peter pissed Maraz, off. baby. Yeah, he's a good goalie, but in the series, he had he, he didn't even have a 900 save percentage, and we fucking lost. If they think that they can go into the playoffs and play like this, they're not going to get out of the first round again. And uh I don't know, man. I feel bad for Holpe because they leave him out to dry. They have all year long. Um, and I don't think he's going to be back next year, which fucking blows. Um, but, yeah, they're in first in the division. They're they're way up at the top of the league. But they are riding off the strength of four or five guys having career years. John Carlson might get 100 fucking points. Um, I don't think he will. But 90 is right there. Um Ovechkin is – I I don't understand. It's the man.
1: greatest goal scorer in NHL h- history. That's all I have to
0: say. I completely agree, and we're recording this Monday the 10th. They have the Islanders tonight. I bank it. The next time we talk, he's got 700 goals, and he'll be the eighth guy to get 700. I, I, I am – I we'll bank
1: been, it here. It's, it's February it's 10th, the, and he's going to pass Wayne Gretzky.
0: I – I really would love to see that, and even you if he's
1: oh, he's gonna man, he's what is he forty? So what what is he now? He's thirty. Well, so six.
0: He's thirty-four, and uh, you
1: can't he, tell me he's not gonna play till he can play till forty, dude. All he has to do is sit in the offensive zone, and all he has to do is take one timers.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: like, he, he is going to pass Gretzky. He he's is gonna be and away. Oh, dude, he, all he has to do, he's going to get, dude, he might get a 60-goal season this year.
0: Man, and, and what's crazy, though, too, right? Consider this. Ovi's about to hit seven. He had a whole year wiped out by the lockout. What would have been his rookie year got wiped out by the, the full lockout, and then he lost half of another season to a lockout. If that happened, this guy's probably already sitting at like 770 goals. Correct. Fuck! I God, I love the guy so much. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, if he scores 700 tonight, I'm gonna be in tears.
1: Jesus, Ryan.
0: Dude, he's my favorite fucking athlete of all time.
1: I know, but the Leafs could win the Stanley Cup tonight, and I, I wouldn't cry.
0: Are you out of your mind, dude? Are you kidding me? When the Capitals won, I was, uh, dude. We I had to work that night. We were yeah comfy. I know. I bawled in front of my boss.
1: You cried because the Washington Capitals won a Stanley Cup.
0: A thousand percent, dude, and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit that.
1: Honestly, if the Leafs won the Cup, I'd be like, sweet, I'd probably hit the hay.
0: <sighs> dude, I I guess I'm just a fr- I'm I'm a fanatic on another level, and I, I, <laughs> I shit, I just- got a tattoo. Uh, dude yeah i did get it fucking hey i got a tattoo i'm a freak right. yeah boy. hell yeah It's
1: nails i respect the shit out of that
0: hey man love what you love right
1: all right we could probably talk for two more hours but we're gonna be back next week we'll get another uh cool guest on uh like i said we're back um we're gonna come out your hot this summer and you know uh it's gonna be uh we're gonna keep ripping these out so uh again thanks adam and, and nash for coming on and you know cheers as uh Another one for the books, buddy.
0: Fucking a, dude. So stoked that you're back home and you've got great Wi-Fi. Unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everybody, we got some shit in the works. We got some plans for the summer. We're really excited about it. Uh, remember, you can follow us at Double Miner Pod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We got Insta Double Miner with two R's, and you can find this podcast on Castbox. Uh, all the best podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Give us a follow. Give us Spotify a coming soon. Spotify is on the way, folks. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to and supporting the Double Miner Podcast. Huge Cheers.
1: support. Yep. Yeah, huge. <laughs>